Welcome to What Is It All For, a podcast designed to help you grow your online business and pursue a spacious, satisfying life at the same time. We're your hosts, Jason and Caroline Zook, and we run Wandering Aimfully, an unboring business coaching program. Every week, we bring you advice and conversations to return you to your most intentional self and to help you examine every aspect of your life and business by asking, what is it all for? Thanks for listening, and now let's get into the show. And I'm here too. (laughs) Welcome to our last podcast episode of 2022. Two and two rhyme. They're spelled differently, but they sound exactly the same. That's for you to know and for me to say. Hello and welcome. How's it going? Um, In case you missed it, this is part two of a two-part episode, epic ending of the year. Last episode in part one. Yeah. We just did like a full intense recap of our magnificent year of travel. Yeah. We traveled full time for 300 days this year. Yep. And it was magnificent and wonderful and difficult and all the things. And so we dove into like, if you're wondering, what did we find surprisingly hard? What did we find surprisingly easy? What did, how did we manage our businesses while we did that? What would we do to change to prepare for a year of travel? What would we do? What would we, what advice would he give if we, somebody wanted to do something similar? How crucial is that charging station? That's right. All of that is in part one. Yes. And if you want to start with that, you are more than welcome. It is long. I'll give you that. Yeah. We've done longer. (laughs) (laughs) In part two, which is this episode that you're listening to right now, we thought it would be fun to, Again, recap the experience by yeah. doing more anecdotes. We're using the Bring Five format that we brought to the podcast on our Thanksgiving episode for yes. five things we were grateful for. We're going to use that format here to do our top five moments of 2022. Just like moments, ex- like experiences, memories, yeah. memories, days. slash moments. Yeah. yeah. Uh, then we're going to do our top three, well, sorry, our top five restaurants. So we're bringing five restaurants, we're bringing five moments. And then we're going to do our top three Airbnbs of the year with some, uh, like, you know, kind of other things. I accidentally did five, so I'm going to have to make some game time decisions on that. Um, And also, as a... I, yeah. You could do five? I could do five, Okay, well, we'll do... It's bring five. We'll do five, five, five. Now, I just wanted to mention, if you folks are liking the bring five format... There's another way that we can do this, which is a draft format. For those of you who are not, like, you don't know anything about sports, it doesn't... Hi, I'm raising my hand. Exactly. There's a fun way to do this where we would both bring a list of things, and you basically start, and you you pick your top one. So it's like picking your team in dodgeball when you're in... And so the the crucial fun element there is someone could easily steal your own favorite moment exactly. right out from under you. And so you'd be like, wow, okay, now what's my next one? So that would be a fun way. We're not going to do that for this episode because it would no. take a lot more This one we're going to go from five down to one. I um, was just saying yeah. to get some feedback from our listeners, if that sounds fun, let us know and we'll maybe start bringing that in. I could see it being a fun thing we bring in like every I couple like episodes. I you've already decided that you want to do Just say I you want to do it. just need to hear you from the rollers. You don't need to hear from the rollers. I need to hear from, from the, the rollers. rollers. Um, also, a crucial um, before plot we get, point. Plot point. Before we get started <laughs> here is that we have not shared these with each other. Okay? Oh, yeah, yeah, That's yeah. the most crucial part of yeah. Bring 5 is you bring it to the podcast. It's going to be a surprise. It's going to be a surprise. And so what's going to happen is we lived this same year together. Yeah. And so if somebody steals your answer, you got to think on the fly. Okay. Are okay? we going to... St- well, no. It's not stealing the answer. Again, this no, is No, I know, but I'm saying it's like... It's more like you don't get to... It's like, oh, yeah, I had that one too. So you don't get to then oh, talk no, about Oh, no, I have it. alternates. Oh no! It's you have you have to say the same one. So you have your top five. These are the rules. We're going over them right now. You have your top five. Yeah. 
if I say number five and that's your number two, you have to say, that was my number two. And then when it comes to your number two, you go, it was that one. You don't just replace it because these are your top five. Guess what? I'm just not going to tell you. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to put one of my alternates in and you're going to be none the wiser. And it's because I don't like your rules and I live by my own rules and you can't put me in a box. When you, uh, when you lie to me on this podcast, uh, Patty will get a note in the mail. First of all, you don't hold this over my head. Patty's my mom and Jason knows, but (laughs) I have an irrational fear that Patty knows everything bad that I do. Exactly. Uh, All right, ma'am. Oh, also one more note of housekeeping this is our last episode of the year and then we will be on a break until january 26th that's right we go on a little hiatus we will enjoy the holidays we will also be traveling again because that's what we do now we do yeah but then when we come back we will be stationary for a couple months and we'll travel again yeah Yeah. (laughs) because now we're european and we have to go to european things europe european on oh jesus (laughs) It hurts. Oh, I didn't, it even, hurts. I didn't okay. even finish it. Where would you like to start? You get to choose. Do you want to do top Day- five restaurants? Memories. memories. Top five Airbnbs. Memories. Top five memories. memories. All right. Ladies first, we will count down our memories from five to one. Five being an awesome memory. One being the best of the year that stands out to you. Oh, my gosh, Jason. Okay. I mean, you have your list. You should just start saying your fifth I know, one. But now, as I just got ready to, like, say it, yeah. you start with your least. Oh, we're also going to do the date of the I know. The but just, like, right as you say it. Okay. I'll just stick with my gut. All right. Okay? Number five. What do you have? A memory that stands out to me yeah. as just sort of like a wash of gratitude and, like, wow, this is a quintessential moment from this trip. Yeah. Number five, though, not number yeah. one, was May 20th. Uh-huh, I don't have it. Do you it. have a May 20th? I don't have it. Okay, May 20th, we yep. were in Greece. Yep. We were in Aja Pelagia. The old Kokomo Villa. Which is just a tiny beach town on the island of Crete. Yep. And... Was this our digital nomad day? This was our digital nomad day. Okay. <laughs> nice. We had done our coaching session. Yeah. I think possibly the day before. Not quite sure. sure. But we had just finished that, which is like our most like intense kind of work period of the month. And we had found this incredible restaurant in this little like beach town fishing village i'm talking tiny 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 yeah and it it had this incredible oceanfront restaurant where it hadn't even really opened for the season so nobody was even really we were the the first people there yeah and you could have you could have found this restaurant in Southern California. It was just incredibly like modern and and sort of it had a Southern California vibe to it. Yeah. But also a Greek sensibility to it distinctly. And we went and we sat there and we had delicious food. We had tacos. We had cocktails. And you're looking out over the bluest, bluest, bluest water. Yep. And we brought our laptops down there and we were doing, we were trying to get ahead on travel planning for the rest of the year. And when I tell you that I was living my best life having this cocktail, it was eating the, this like, delicious it food. It was the digital nomad dream. Connecting to the restaurant's Wi-Fi in this tiny fishing village on an island of Crete. Yeah planning out our adventures I just was like I can't believe how grateful I feel and it was the quintessential kind of like digital nomad like take a photo put it on Instagram of your laptop open with the ocean behind it kind of thing and I just laughed to myself because I didn't do that but it felt very much like that yeah we also didn't even take that photo so we don't we didn't even have a good photo when I was doing like recap of like a laptop and a thing uh that's a good one thank you all right my number five my top five moments of 2022 April 12th do you have April 12th? I do not have April 12th. Do you have April like 13th or anything right around there? No. Okay, great. 
This is the wine tour with Bellman. I almost put that as my number five, so I'm glad I didn't. On the island of Havar in Croatia. Uh, this what a day. was just a hilarious day in so many different ways and such a wonderful day. My favorite, okay, I'm going to let you finish. Of my memory. <laughs> <laughs> my favorite part about this day that I just want to interject is we, I almost canceled. Yeah. Do you remember? We went down to breakfast and I felt fine. But as I'm sitting there, we had just had breakfast. My stomach started getting upset. And I was like, I don't know if I ate something or what, so what's happening. I did not feel well. Yeah. And we went back up to the room and, and I almost canceled where I was just like, I don't want to be driving in someone else's car around the island. I was nervous already. Yeah. And I just said, Caroline, you're only on the island of Var yeah. in Croatia. Probably one time in your life, probably. Yeah. So if you're not having just absolute explosive diarrhea <laughs> get it together and do this wine tour yeah and i was one notch below and i was like it's a risk uh, and it, i felt fine by the time what's really fun about this again many things the first of it is so it's april 12th we go down to the front desk this is like a couple days before they have like 19 things that the hotel offers you can do it, it's on their website it's yeah. like we do this a private picnic in a olive grove yeah like, blah, blah. it's a like a million dinner. things and so we thought we're like, we'll, we'll there's do, so many to choose so from. Many to so choose we walked from. down and we're like, hey, we want to inquire about the excursions. How about this one? She's like, no. Nope. We're like, <laughs> oh, okay. We're like, how about this one? She's like, no. Nope. And we're like, are any of them available? And she was like, uh, only one. And let me make a phone call to see if I could actually make it happen. And so she makes a phone call right there and then gets back to us. And she was like, yep, we can do the wine tasting. Uh, it'll be two locations, two wineries. And someone will pick you up. And then you'll just do like a half day tour. Yeah. And we were like, okay, Great. we will do that. And then a key thing that we forgot to ask as a follow-up was, yeah. where will he pick us up? Right. Well, <laughs> we knew the general vicinity because the island of Far is not that big, no. especially where we were at the hotel. So we we go downstairs the morning of, we have our breakfast. You don't have diarrhea, which is fantastic. Great. You We get it together. We're walking through the old town. We go to this big parking lot, and we're just supposed to look for a black, quote-unquote, Jeep. Jeep. Is all we were told. And so we don't even have the name of the person. All we just know is Black Jeep. So we're like, okay, we're putting some trust in the people of this hotel. So we're looking around, we're looking around, we're looking around. We stayed around for like 10 minutes. We finally start to like go back to the hotel. And then I think we just started to like hear someone yelling yeah. or something like that. Uh, I think Bellman flagged you down and was yeah. like, oh, are you? So, so we get flagged down by this lovely Croatian man named Bellman is his name. And he does have a black land cruiser was his car, not necessarily <laughs> sure, Jeep, but sure. similar. And we get in the car with him and it's just him. It's yeah. just, it's Bellman. It's his land cruiser from like 1988. A crucial piece of that makes the land cruiser really just like adds that special sauce yeah. is that the entire dash of the <laughs> land cruiser looks like it's been in a volcanic eruption. Yeah. It is melted. It's sat in the sun for 40 years. It, it is sad. Yeah. And I'm so, I'm thinking to myself, Okay, then we find out that Bellman is not only a wine tour guide, yeah. he is also a fireman, yeah. and he is also a, a teacher. history teacher. Yeah. And yeah. so I'm thinking to myself, is this a fire truck? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so Bellman just starts driving us somewhere. We don't even know where we're going. Nope. We, we don't know the name of the wineries or anything. So we end up going to this first winery, which is more of like a uh, more established winery, family-owned we're in like a little cellar room. Remember, it was in the little tiny yeah. Venice. It was the the Venice, the of, Venice Var, of Var, which was 
laughably just like this tiny stream through a town. When I tell you it might as well have been like a retention pond, yeah. like runoff. You can, by the way, if you hear us talk about these I do memories, not say that, by the way, to be disrespectful. No, no, no. I mean, it was very charming, but it yeah. was also like, if you're thinking Venice, don't. Yeah. If you go to our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash wandering aimfully, and you hear us talk about a, a country, most likely we have told these stories in those videos so you can see some visuals. Yes. So anyway, we go to that winery. It's fun. There was another group of people that were there. We didn't really interact with them at all. It was very like, the woman who was running it, you could just tell like, she was just a little bit on autopilot and it was fine. It, it was, was fine. It was still fine. But it was a very cute little like cellar room. Yeah. So we were living it up and the yeah. wine was very good. So then we leave there. Bellman's like walking us through this town. He's like, oh, my ex-girlfriend lives right there. <laughs> and like, we're like, okay. Uh, he takes us. He's like, oh, I want to take you to the church. We're like, oh, sure. We didn't know that. Yeah. So he like drives us over to this church. It's this very fun. Beautiful old. Tiniest a road you've ever driven on where he had to pull his mirrors in and they still scratched on the walls because that's how tiny the one lane road was. We get to the second winery. It's owned by the Planchich brothers. Yes. Uh, which of is Mario Planchich, who is Super Mario. Super Mario. And everyone in the region comes to him when they have a problem with their grapes. Because he has like a special nose for yeah. wine and he can like smell like the, I'm talking like to the, down to like the pesticides or, yeah. or lack thereof. Yeah. Or like he just like it has an extreme gift for this. Yeah. And at first you meet Mario and you're like, what an eccentric character. Like, I don't know. And then you realize, oh, he is like, He's just this a is savant. his gift. He's a wine exactly. Savant. And the hilarious uh, difference between the two wine uh, tastings, which was, again, made it just so much more memorable. The first one's like, sit down. You have like a cheese board. You have nine wine glasses that are clean and ready. You have a paper plate at Mario's place. He has carved some cheese out of the cheese in his kitchen. Like we all have just the block in our kitchen. You have one wine glass and he's just pouring them all into your wine Absolutely. glass. And by the end of it, like Mario, he felt so cold when we first sat down. Yeah. By the end of it, there was another group that was the same one that went to the other winery. They left. They were a bigger group. It's just two of us. Bellman and, and uh, he and talk, are talking. And Bellman's like, do you want to come back and like see the operation? Yeah. So before like, yeah. we know it, we are like in Mario's like warehouse with the big uh, wine, not just the barrels, but like the big, yeah, what do you call all those? Of it. The uh, casks, like a sure, huge thing. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Industrial size. All the wine making stuff. And then he just gets excited. Then he's yeah. telling us everything. And yeah. then, you know, in his be best English. It was just like a, an hour long part of this journey. We didn't know where to get. You'd think it was over. You would think. It was not. Bellman then proceeded to take us, uh, we were driving down the highway. He just like pulls off and he was like, don't cross the street until I tell you. We're like, what is going on? But now we've been through two wine tastings, so we'll do whatever we'll Bellman do it wants. Anything. I was in just, I was going to do whatever he told me to he, do. He, we crossed this highway, which is just like a two lane, like coastal highway. He starts grabbing shrubs and he's like, smell this, smell this. He's like, this is wild onion. This is like wild asparagus. This. Asparagus. Yeah. Uh, then he takes us to this viewpoint where we just have this gorgeous view of things, which is the first viewpoint. Then we're about to get back in the car and he's like, can I take you to my favorite spot in Far? Yes. And we're like, absolutely. Absolutely. So then we drive up this windy road. Anyway, we get to the top of far. Which, thank God, I had had so much wine by that <laughs> point. Because when I tell you the road, that we are in this land cruiser or whatever, hugging the side of this yeah. mountain, going at like a 45-degree oh, incline. At a 45 miles an hour. At like, Bellman has driven this road and so like, many times. I just blacked out. and yeah. Not actually. But, like, I can't. I would not have done that sober. Oh, you were and, just smiling the whole time, too. And I was, I was living, so nervous living for you, it And up. you were just like, Bellman, like, keep telling me stories. Yeah, exactly. My favorite photo from our year of travels, yes. besides the one of you with uh, Maggie, the Scottish Highland cow, yeah. is us on top of Me, far. too. It's, the, it's, it's beautiful. It's, it's just, an amazing you photo. You could see not just, like, the beautiful town, but when I tell you the color of the water 
in Croatia. Just, just Google different. ocean color water Croatia. Yeah. The it's a sea. Technically, it's a sea. sea. We went over it this when we so, talked about it before. It is unlike anything I've ever seen. The depth of it, it's this like color of blue turquoise that I can't describe because it's different than a tropical place. It, yeah. It's this like deep Mediterranean gorgeous color, and I'll never forget that. All right, that was my number four. Let's keep going. We have to get through like 15 Great other number. memories here. Okay, we, yeah, we're just yeah. going to relive our times. Yeah. Like, come, come on. Okay, my number four yeah. is the June, date, please. June 25th. Oh, I don't have you it. You don't have a June 25th? No. This is cute. Um, and it is another memory where I just remember feeling like I was walking on clouds afterwards. And Oh, this is uh, is this the Newport day? With, no. No? This okay. is the Glen Turret Distillery oh, tasting that's what it was. Okay. day. Okay. So we were staying in, um, was this Creef? This is Creef, yeah. We were staying in Creef. Scotland. Scotland. And nearby, they have this Glen Turret whiskey distillery. And it's basically like the only thing to do around there. It's and also Scotland's oldest running distillery. The oldest distillery. running distillery. And I'm not a big whiskey drinker at yeah. all. Um, but I just thought to myself, when in Scotland. Yeah. And we went on their website and we wanted to eat at their like sit-down restaurant. But they didn't have any reservations. I mean, it's a very small restaurant. Yeah, it's literally like six tables. They didn't have anything. They did have a whiskey tour. But we didn't want to go on like the tour of like the full thing. And so what, they just had this other experience, which was a whiskey flight, I think is what it was yeah. like marketed as, where you could just pay to sit at the bar. They'll bring you a flight of different whiskeys that you can taste. And I just thought, am I even going to like this? Cause sometimes like the smell of whiskey will even like make me nauseous. It's yeah. just very, it's a very distinct, uh, spirit. Well, we sit down and come to find out not only they have different flights that you can order. Yeah. And the best part is you did what they call like a heritage flight. I think where it's like Old, 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 old yeah. whiskeys. And then they also had a cocktail flight. And so they were making like... Bespoke cocktails. Bespoke, unbelievable cocktails. And when I tell you bespoke cocktails, I mean like this. the ingredients are like tree sap from the something, something that only blooms once a year. Yeah. And like like so frou-frou, but like so interesting. Mm -hmm. And just like a like craft. I yeah. think you and I both love food so much because of the craft of it. We yeah, view it as artistry. like the artistry, the creativity. And so this was my first time like really seeing cocktails and like mixology in that way. But the best part of the whole thing is sitting at the bar. I mean, it was like a three hour experience. Yeah. Not only was the flight tasting experience wonderful, but it was the people. It was the 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 barbacks. It was Jason from Malta. Jason from Malta. We had this crew of like four or five different people that were from all over Europe. Like yeah. none of them were Scottish. Nope. Not a single one of yeah. them was Scottish because I guess just the hospitality industry is like that, right? And they had all come to this restaurant because they, I think they, the um, restaurant changed ownership over COVID. Yeah. So it, they were trying kind of a new concept and changed the menu and everything. And well, so, they did a great job because the restaurant, after one year, became a Michelin star awarded restaurant. Exactly. Yeah. And so being in the, we just sat there chatting with these guys at the bar and it was so fun because they were like, oh, you're, we told them, of course, that we were doing this year of travel and they were all telling us the places that we should go and their favorite places. Yeah. And we I just also, became so chummy and friendly yeah, with them. Uh, we didn't know that there was going to be food or not. Like we didn't, exactly. so we ate before in like a little cafe that yes, they had they there. Yes, they have like a cafe. And it was like, we had like chicken pot pies basically, right. like beef pot pies and a little salad. And like, it was fine. It was totally worthwhile. Doable. But it wasn't like Michelin food. So we're doing the whiskey flight. And then all of a sudden, like, we're like two in. And they're like, do you want to order some food? And we're, and like, we're like, what do you mean order some food? So it turns out you can basically order a limited 
menu menu from the main restaurant because you're literally in the main restaurant. You're just yeah. at the bar. And so the whole irony of the whole thing is we couldn't get into the restaurant, but because we did the whiskey flight, we got to eat at this restaurant that we wanted and to eat And what did at. we have there? Well, so many good things. No, but what's the one thing? The chips. The malted fries. The malted fries. Chi- yeah. Yeah. I said chips. Yeah, chips because of the them. Yeah. But, but the fries. Yeah. yeah they're, they're like these big, this salted chonky, vinegar, malt vinegar. Oh my gosh. Those so were good. fantastic. So anyway, that was, I just remember getting home from that and feeling like I was walking on clouds. It was like such a fun day. That was a good one. All right. My next memory, number four. I mean, it four. might have been the whiskey too. <laughs> That's true. Uh, number four, May 13th. I do not have May 13th. Okay. This is the Royal Senses Hotel uh-huh, in Crete. Uh-huh. Uh, so two days before my birthday, but yeah. I kind of considered this my birthday day because we actually had to move locations on my birthday. This was, uh, we're at this hotel. Is this the proposal day? The sunset When you day? proposed to me? Yes. Because uh, I was... have May 10th. Oh, really? Yeah, but keep going. So this was the day we did the water park. So I got to be a big park. kid at the, the Royal Census. And again, if you watch our YouTube videos, you can see some footage of this. We were the only people there. It was like a private water park for us. Because again, the hotel had like, the season had just started. The week, right when we left, the next week was basically like where the so be many people yeah. were coming. So we did the water Life park hack. day. We had the epic sunset this night where there was a proposal one of the most amazing sunsets I've seen in my entire life. Entire I life. kid you not. And, you know, we've seen some pretty good ones being yeah. in California. The One of the best of my entire life, a proposal. Yeah. And then this was eating at the restaurant Cretamos. And this was, yeah. I think, the second of three times that we ate at this restaurant yeah. in the week that we were there. And just such a good experience. Angelo's, who was our uh, host there, was unbelievably nice. The food was absolutely fantastic. Out of this world, good. And one of the funniest memories, do you remember the funny part of this? <laughs> the little kid who ordered wine. <laughs> yeah. An- no. yeah. Angelo's basically tried to give this... 10-year-old, a glass of wine. Accidentally. He thought he was like, oh, he's... Yeah, and the parents were just laughing because they were like, they were like, no, but then he just put it down. And so like, I guess, go ahead. And they're just looking around because they clearly didn't want their 10-year-old. He was probably older than that. But like, it was such a funny moment. We were all dying. We were like, go for it. Like, it's hilarious. Hopefully that child doesn't develop any type of weird things, but it was quite a memory. But that whole day to me was like, I just, looking back, I'm like, if that was the day that I thought of as my birthday, what a great birthday. Because for me, it's like, you get to do the big kid stuff at the water park. You get to have a great meal. get to be with you. The sunset was gorgeous. So that was a good one. Great day. Thank you. Great day. Um, Am I at number three? Yes. Okay, well, funny enough, speaking of birthdays, do you have August 15th on yours? Oh, I do not. Okay. So this is August 15th. My birthday is the 16th, but I would consider this my birthday as well. There we go. Um, this was the day when it was during our trip here. Yep. Here in Portugal. We, here in we Portugal. Here in Portugal. I'm yeah. sorry. The sunset behind you is like, absolutely. Thank you. Let me take a quick photo. Yeah. Take a little photo. Uh, this is our real lives now in Portugal is where it's just so lovely that we have to stop recording a podcast to take a photo of our beautiful sunset. After I just talked about the sunset, but it's yeah. so pretty. But it is, uh, we have really been loving living here just for anybody who's curious. Yes. But anyway. Okay, so August 15th. So we <laughs> I love that we literally had to take a box. That's the most so Enneagram for I'm sorry. It's happened. so cotton candy pastel that I couldn't stop it. Wonderful. Um, distracting. But August 15th. August 15th we, had, we had already toured um, the place that yeah. would become our home, not yep. the exact one, yep. long story short there. But we had basically come to this conclusion that, oh my gosh, I think we're really going to do this. We're yeah. going to move here. And 
we had been to our little neighborhood three times by this point. Yeah. We had come back. And this was the day that, and we had heard um, several times, like people were like, oh, there's this little beach bar called Chacal yeah. down by this beach. It's about five minutes away. You should go down there. And we were like, and you should try it out. So we go there and it's just all <laughs> this beautiful beach. There's families everywhere. Yeah. Like it's, it's, it's just that quintessential end of summer yeah. feeling. The sunset is beautiful. Sunsets are definitely a the uh, theme. Okay. Then, <laughs> then the sun starts setting and there's a guy there who is clearly like a live musician and He'd start, he's, he's been playing the whole time. We eat a meal there. It's delicious. Yeah. He's been playing the whole time. At one point, like a woman goes up and sings, I will survive. And he like <laughs> kind of competes with her for attention a little bit. And we are dying laughing. And it's just like a, such a feel good moment. But at the end of our meal, we get up, we can still, and we go to this like little boardwalk that's basically to the right of the restaurant to watch the sunset. Cause by that point it's like really, really showing off and beautiful. Yeah. We can still hear the musician <laughs> and he starts playing stand by me, like stand by me. And it is when I tell you, like, it's not bad. It's no, not bad. It's, but what it's it is, just not. What it is, is it's so bad that it's good. <laughs> no. That's what it is to okay, me. Okay. But I think it's almost good that it's bad. <laughs> it's like, anyway, it No matter was, what, we left and we both said the same thing. We just said, he was so entertaining. So entertaining. Yeah. And this is not to like, what I mean was it enhanced the moment. Exactly. Because in that moment, I didn't want some like perfect version. It just made it so special and so fun and like. Memorable. And, and memorable. And like, yeah. but, but the overall vibe of that song was very much like, it's, it's such a feel good summer song of just like, it's like being together and watching the sunset and deciding that we're moving to Portugal. And I just. It gave me all the feels. There you go. Well, so that's that was great. August 15th. That was my number three. All right. I have next up June 28th. I think. Nope. Really? Really? Oh, because I probably knew you were going to do June 28th. June 28th. We were in Scotland. Yes. And we went and met Maggie. That's right. And we went Magnus. That's right. And they were Scottish Highland cattle. Yeah. And this was a day where like a week before this, we're in Scotland and I had this moment where we didn't really have any time to do anything. And so I was just like, There's, I want to do something because we were just doing work. We were getting caught up. Like we just needed this time to like recuperate. Mm -hmm. And I was like, wait a second. We're in Scotland. Scottish Highland cattle are here. We used to have a print of a Scottish Highland cow in our home. Mm -hmm. I was like, could we see them and just like meet them? It would be fun to have a conversation with them <laughs> and see what they like. And I start Googling and I start Googling and I find this farm that is that does tours. And it's like... 45 minutes from where we were staying. And so I send a message through and they write back and they say, sure, we'd love to have you like come at this time. And I'm like, we get to do this. So the morning of we get up, it's pouring rain. The worst thing you could ask for weather-wise. Pouring rain. So Caroline has driving anxiety for those of you who have been paying attention and know this. So we're driving. It's not an easy drive. It then gets a, a detour via Google Maps. This is the only time that this year Google Maps let us down. It was very bad. It detoured us on a single track road. For five kilometers. For five kilometers, two and a half miles about. And you could only go like 15 miles per hour on this road because it was so wet and rainy. It was just ridiculous. And... So I'm, we're doing that. We haven't, we haven't gotten there yet. And I'm like, oh my gosh, like this experience is going to be ruined for Caroline. She's going to like be sick the whole time we're there because it's miserable. Like I'm white knuckled driving yeah. because what if an oncoming car is coming? Like mm -hmm. I wouldn't have known what we would have done. Anyway, we make it there. We meet uh, on Queenie, Queenie and, and John. John. 
And they're the loveliest, kindest they people. Have their land, how many acres? 2,000 acres. They have 2,000 acres in all of these Scottish Highland cattle that live on this land. Yeah. They know all of their names. Oh, yeah. They know all of everything their about them. Their tendencies, what they love. They had a couple when we first arrived that were dry because it was pouring rain. And we got to see how fluffy they oh were. Oh, my gosh. Which was just amazing. So we get in this ATV with them. They drive us to this first spot. That's where we meet Magnus, who is a six-month-old calf. And he was a little bit skittish, but then he started to, like, warm up to us. That's we have some great footage of him, like, licking our hands, yeah. which is fun. My coat. He liked the texture of my coat. And then we met Maggie, who's basically, like, she's, like, the queen of the castle. Yeah. She is... Uh, the most, like, well-natured mom. Docile. Yep. Lovely. She was essentially purring. I think Queenie was just saying this to be nice, <laughs> but I'm going to take it. When we were brushing her... and. It was pouring rain. Like, it did not yeah. stop raining, and we but were just we both enjoying grins, it. we grins, like, from absolutely ear to ear. Yeah. And we proceeded to have this adventure of, like, hours yeah. being on their land. It's not like we're in a tour group. It's just us, yep. John and Queenie. John yep. and Queenie are our friends at that point. <laughs> yeah. And we got, they showed us all the different areas, which was my favorite thing. At one point, they, like, drove us up to this cool lookout point and told us a little bit of history. <laughs> yeah, you can't even see the know, island they're like, that they're There's a really to. beautiful island over there. <laughs> or, like, trust us. It's, yeah. like, gorgeous. We're like, okay. And um, then at one point, we go out to this, like, bigger pasture where it seems some of the, like, baby babies. We yeah. couldn't get too close, obviously, because the moms at that point are very But, uh, like, protective. literally born, like, two weeks but, before. But, like, two-week-old babies. Yeah. And then we kind of like, they pull us under this like little tree area <laughs> and they pull out these um, little biscuits and Yeah, the, tea. Like, the classic Scottish oat biscuit. I forget what they're called. And but, tea yeah. out of a thermos <laughs> while it's just raining and we're just chatting about life and like, how did they start this farm? And like, how yeah. did they meet? And oh man, what it was just such a, a good beautiful memory. day. Yeah. It was uh, worth the drive, honestly. All right, that was my number three. And also the Google Maps thing, it was funny. So we were going back, and I was like, we're going to go to where it says the detour is because I don't think it's actually there. Well, I didn't think it did either. Oh, no, it was correct. And then it there wasn't was nothing there. there. So we just could have avoided the whole. I know. But, you know, it added to the story. It did. Yeah. Um, I would have definitely added that. That's probably my top one or two days. But you knew it was going to be on my list. But I knew it was going to be on yeah. your list, so I did. All right, so number, where are you at? Number, number two? two. Okay. This. Girl is on fire. March 9th. Don't have it. I know you don't have this oh, one. Oh, wow. Because <clears throat> it's more of a simple one. Okay. It was um, the day that we arrived in Bally Bunyan Beach. Oh, nice. And what I love about- Bunyan, Ireland. Bally Bunyan Beach, Ireland. What I love about this day was we just were- I did. I had low expectations and this was still, this is March, right? So yeah. it's still like when like I was just getting acclimated to things, we had, we had to drive all the way from Kinsale all the way to Ballybunion and driving still at that point was like very anxiety inducing for me because we're on the other side of, the, on road. The, other side of yeah. the road. And you know, I just was just in a place where I was a little anxious and whatever, but we get there to this, um, Airbnb that we've picked out that by the photos, when I tell you that this, I mean, it looked beautiful in the it photos. It was whelming in the photos. It was whelming. It was whelming. It was whelming. It wasn't overwhelming. Yep. It wasn't underwhelming. But then you, you pull up yeah. in Bally Bunyan and you realize that there are only four houses that are on the beach <laughs> of this beach. And to one side, you have this rubble of an old castle. Yeah. And 
huge cliffs. And to the other side, you have these huge cliffs with these rock formations that are just beyond your wildest dreams and this gorgeous green Ireland grass and a beach in between with beautiful water. And there's four houses that are on this beach. <laughs> and they're all modern. And they're all modern. Yeah. And you're staying at one of them. And we pull up into the driveway. First, first we get to meet Siobhan. Siobhan. Who, who is... Who has... Who has the cardigan? The cardigan. On. Yes. Who has is my immediate soul sister, kindred spirit, because she's wearing this cardigan that it's is just wild. Wild. It yeah. is just like full of pattern and color. And I just said, "Where'd you get that?" And I actually bought her cardigan. Yep. And she's so lovely and so like just friendly. And she takes us on a tour of the whole house. This is their like family home that they come in vacation. Also just to mention the Airbnb listing had eight photos. Yeah. And so we even asked her like, this is how we knew we'd be friends with Siobhan. Cause Jason just like with his directness is like, Siobhan, like what? this place is amazing. Like, why do you not have more photos? And she's like, I know, but I really like it for people to be like surprised and like <laughs> delighted about it. We're like, Oh, I see what you're doing yeah. here. Well, it worked because yeah. This house is like what a house that we would build. Yeah. And out of every Airbnb that we stayed at this year, this is a place that I know with without a shadow of a doubt in my heart that we will go back to. We yep. will make a trip to go back to Valley Bunyan. Yep. And this little town just like implanted a little place in our hearts. But anyway, the reason why I loved it is the feeling that I got after seeing the house and it totally blew me away. And then Siobhan has champagne waiting for us. Yeah. So the sun starts setting. We've had this day of driving. We pour a little flute of champagne. We toast, we sit at this picture window and we start to see that the sun is going down. We have our champagne and it's sort of like that, that time of day where just like people are kicking around, you know, soccer balls yeah. on the, on the, uh, beach and, and kind of dogs are running around. Then we decide that we're going to kind of get bundled up and yeah, just, let's go just go take out a beach there. walk. Let's just go out there. And so we get bundled up and the colors of the suns again, sunsets yeah. on the beach. Seeing, and it was the best sunset we had the entire two weeks we were there. Yep. And like, seeing the rock mad. formations and just not believing that we got to, that we're lucky enough that we get to stay in one of these four houses in this little Irish town <laughs> that we would never ever know existed. Yeah. And, um, and a Bally Bunyan will always have a special place in my heart. And we will go back. It'll be one of the places this year that we absolutely go back to multiple times Definitely. because now we're friends with Siobhan and we stayed there twice. We went back again. We had another trip in Ireland in September that we went back. Or it's all? like the only place that we stayed this year that felt like home to me. Yeah. That was a fantastic memory. It's a good one. It's a good one. Uh, all right. My number two memory here. We have two of these left, and then we got to get to our Airbnbs and our restaurants. Okay. Uh, number two for me. Let's go back to Kinsale, February 24th. Uh-huh. Uh, do you know which one I'm going to do? No. This is the what I oh, labeled I know. as I know. basically four seasons in four a day. Four seasons in a day. So it's February 24th. We are staying in Kinsale at this just super awesome Airbnb called The Dock House, which I emailed the guy, messaged him and said, this is too expensive. Will you take this amount of money? I didn't say that. I said a very friendly thing, but I ended up saying yes. And, and so I actually, I actually scolded you for that, scolded you for that because yeah. I was like, you're going to insult, insult him, him with how yeah. low you, and this is a perfect example of you don't get what you don't ask for yeah. because Jason lowballed the hell out of him, but he was like, it's not booked. Like, yeah. And I just said like, this is what we can afford. Like, and if it doesn't work for you, I don't want you to be offended. I just, we're two people. We're not going to make the house that dirty. We're very care like good people. And he ended up letting us stay there. But that's not the point of what's great about this. What's great about this is, so I wake up, we had been staying there for a couple days. I wake up. Best bed ever, by the way. Best bed that we had. All 50 that we slept in. All 50. I wake up. I'm having my morning coffee. And all of a sudden I look outside and it's like 8.15. Like I've been up for a little while. It starts to snow. And I'm like, hold on a second. It's snowing. 
and it's flurrying and it's flurrying. And I'm like, this is beautiful. And I'm, and, and there are very rare times in my life when I go, I should wake Caroline oh up for gosh. this. Oh my gosh, I can't believe you, did, you made that choice. Literally, on one hand, I can count the amount of times I've woken you up And in guess life. what? I'm so glad you did because I've never had the experience in life of like a Christmas being woken up by your parents to say With like, snowfall. it's snowing. Yeah. And it made me... it induced in me this like childhood sense of joy once I got over the fact that you woke me up because like, <laughs> like why are you doing that yeah but you were like it's snowing and my brain didn't like register it yeah. and then I looked outside and I was like what yeah and so so it snows so you get up uh where I have this wonderful little video clip of you sitting on your iPad in this chair with the water behind you and it's just this like really great moment but the day even gets better because then about an hour later the sun comes out, it melts all of the snow, it warms up, and we go, let's go walk over to the fort. So we walk over to James Fort, which is this little fort in Kinsale. There are two forts, and this is the smaller one. We walk over to it. It's just gorgeous now. It's perfect blue skies. Couldn't ask for a Greenest better day of weather. green grass. It like warmed up. So we had a great little lovely walk over there. It was just beautiful. I got some fun footage. We just like meandered around. We had a little picnic where we argued, but that was fine. We just ignore that. <laughs> that's that's par for the course. That's par for life. All couples know that. It's like, oh yeah, that was a perfect day, wasn't it? Remember when we fought about blueberries over by the bramble bush? Um, but then to cap off the day, we ate at Bastion. Yeah. This was all on the same day. Did you I, believe that? I did not believe that. This to me, I was looking at like, what do I think like the best overall day of the year was? Just like a perfect I think it's day. probably this one because snow childlike moment. You get to go see James Fort and like a great weather turnaround. I think we even went to the beach after that. Remember? We did. We went to the beach. Oh, I forgot to tell and you. And the dogs. Uh, the, you say the dogs. On our Kinsale video, yeah. someone left a comment. I think her name is actually Caroline, <gasps> who said, those are my dogs. No. In the video. No. Hilarious. I love that. Yeah. If you go see our Kinsale video, you can see that's in the comments and they make it up. Um, anyway, we go to Bastion, which is a Michelin star mm. restaurant. This was our second of the year, Maybe first. Uh, well, Prado was the first in Lisbon. Oh, you're right, you're right, Which you're right, was a lunch spot. Right. One of our th uh, things this year that I really wanted to do is like a dream come true was to eat at a Michelin star restaurant in every country if possible. Again, a very bougie, very like amazing thing to have happen. But I was just like, we're only going to do this trip once in our lives. It would be really cool if we could have these like amazing Stay meal experiences. For our, for our, meet, for our restaurant experiences. Um, oh, it'd actually be funny to look at how many of these are know, Michelin star not restaurants. All, all of mine are. Uh, I don't think, oh, only one of mine is. Uh, anyway, so we have dinner at Bastion. It's like, a 37 course meal as these places are. It's the most expensive dinner we've ever had literally in our lives. But it was very But it was delicious. Unbelievable and it literally put a like a pin in this day of just like what a magical amazing day. And it was one of those where like with all the difficulties that we had, you know, already been feeling of this travel journey and how hard it is, it's what makes it all worth it. Totally. Is to have a day like this. That was a great day, babe. All right, your The number... only reason that's not on mine, yeah. it, it would be is two reasons. Number yeah. 1, Part of the reason we fought is because, do you remember my legs were numb? Oh, because you were so cold? <laughs> because I I wasn't wearing, like, um, warm enough pants. So I'd wear <laughs> these, like, thin leggings. And I thought something was wrong with my legs. And it turns out I just, like, wasn't wearing the correct clothing <laughs> for Ireland's uh, winter. And then the second thing is we went to Bastion, but you had a slight allergic reaction. <laughs> yeah, I think to, like, edible flowers uh, that were on and, there. Yeah, and then I didn't have any Benadryl. So anyway, those are... I was fine. I know. Yeah. But that's a classic thing of, like, to me... It, there's some things that stand out for it not being a good day. But and that's just like, you, that's life, right? No, like, totally. Yeah. Okay, so... Your number one number, memory of the year. Yeah. Wow. My number one memory of the year, and this was my moment What's of, your date? May 10th. 
Wow. This okay. This was my moment of going. I think this was a turning point for me. Yeah. This is a turning point and also my moment. <laughs> so you had just survived <laughs> France. Exactly. Yeah. So this is key. You have to know the context. So we had just spent a week in France. I had this amazing trip with my two best childhood girlfriends in Paris and Avignon, but it was... I, I think we moved around too much and probably all the stress of just the start of the trip finally caught up to me yeah. and I got shingles and I got it on like the last day when I was with them. And so then you and I were in this town in the South of France, staying in what we called the Tacho, which is yes. an Airbnb that was very pretty and beautiful in, in, photos. in photos, but not comfortable to stay in. And it was a low point. Like the medication I had to go on was also, I think just put me in a very depressed state for the, just, I think it was mood altering for me. And you know, this was like a month after I'd gotten COVID and I just was like, can I actually do this? Like, I don't know if I can do this. If you listen to part one, I never actually considered, you know, stopping the trip, but it was definitely a low point. And then I think to myself, Oh my God, like shingles, like how, then I have to get on a plane and fly to Greece. Like it was the last thing I wanted to do was fly to Greece, but we had booked this trip and specifically we had booked this resort on points yeah. for Jason's 40th birthday. Yeah. And this Royal Senses Resort, which is this beautiful Grecian resort, we fly in, we finally get there, but we arrive at night Yeah. and they sort of, you know, put us in like a little golf cart and we get up to our room and you can't really see the view or anything like that. Yep. So May 10th is our first full day at the resort. Nice. Okay. And we wake up, I wake up and I, I am just greeted to like the most- You're greeted. Greased-ed. Nice. <laughs> to the most expansive ocean view- and I'm like, holy cow, did not like, like just. Because you wouldn't know. I wouldn't know. And the view just like yeah. really kind of like took me by surprise. We're in this beautiful suite because we use points and we just got upgraded for your birthday. Yeah. And this beautiful suite, we have a little pool. So during the day, we go down for breakfast. First of all, the yep. breakfast buffet is like off the charts. Amazing. Yep. Then during the day, we go to the fitness center. They have this great fitness center. So I got was like feeling good. You definitely endorphins. know that you have turned a point in life with fitness when like on your perfect day, the oh, best day of the entire I, I loved year. it. It was this great fitness center. We, um, that's how I know. I, my t 2021 project of not hitting exercise work. Yeah. Then we have our own little pool. So I'm a little infinity pool. So I'm reading my book by the pool which is just like so luxurious to me. And one of my great true pleasures in life is reading a physical book in a pool. Yeah. I do that. Then do you, then. Yeah. We get the, we get ready for dinner. Yeah. And we hear that, um, they're opening for the first time, the whole season, the, the, actually the new restaurant, wasn't that brand new? No. no. It, oh, yeah. well, the whole resort was brand new, brand new, I guess. Yeah. But the, the restaurant, they have many, many restaurants on this resort. It's huge. Well, they okay. Have, they have three. Okay. For dinner, for, di for dinner, for dinner, for dinner, yeah, for yeah, dinner. Yeah. Okay, but I just meant like so. There's like well, the if you buffet add lunch place, and the beach yeah. bar and the whatever. There's the buffet place for dinner that sure. you can do, which is where we had breakfast, which I'm sure would have been great. There's Matado, which is the other one, and then there is Cortamos. Yes. Okay, and Cortamos is the like sit down. Um, they have a tasting menu. This is the one that I mentioned this earlier. This is the one that you memory. mentioned yeah. on. The, I think I said Cretamos, Cretamos, same thing. The best sunset day is the one that you mentioned, but this is a couple days earlier. Yeah. And so they're opening it for the season. It's the first night. And so we think to ourselves, <laughs> it's going to be busy. <laughs> it is going to be packed. And yeah. so we go, let's go early. And so we make a reservation at like, I think, 730 or something. We which tried is to early. be late. We, yeah. we, we walk up and we see there's one gentleman there yeah. who's already like halfway through his meal. But the coolest part about Cretamos is like they have these cool little like 
cement booths almost. Yep. I don't know how to describe it, but it's think like again, if you watch our video from right, this think time, like Grecian it. plaster, like kind of these like tables that are jutted out, and you have to you have to walk over like a little pool, like a little wading it's pool. It's a great experience. It's a great experience, and it's like you anyway. It's a great experience. There's one guy. He looks almost done with his meal. And so we're like, well, we're, I mean, 7.30 to eat dinner is like a little early for like European times. So we're like, okay. So we get there and then the guy leaves yep. and then it's us. Yep. And then it's us and Angelos, yep. who is our wonderful server. And then throughout the entirety of the night, not another person comes to the <laughs> restaurant. And we so, literally had a private restaurant And so we restaurant had experience. a private tasting menu dinner overlooking the Aegean Sea? What's yep. that? Yep. Or no, the, the Cretan Sea, I think, the is Cretan actually. Sea. The yeah, Cretan Sea. Right. Overlooking the Cretan Sea. At one point, though, I will say, the only, and this, these are the kinks you get when it's opening <laughs> night, we can't really see the food yeah. once the sun sets because you're kind of out in the middle there's of nowhere. There's no lights for those And there's no, uh, there's no overhead lights because you're literally, like, jutted out. Under the stars. Under the stars. And so this beautiful food, everything we taste is just, like, out of this world, out of the unbelievable food. I eat... I would never eat this in normal life, but there was a smoked eel, yeah. like a little uh, amuse-bouche thing, and I enjoyed it. Yeah. And I didn't never would never say that. <laughs> anyway, so then we go, I felt bad, but we sort of go, we really want to see the food. Um, would it be okay <laughs> if we move tables? Could one of the tables and <laughs> so And so halfway through our meal, like a costume <laughs> change, or like, <laughs> like a, they escort us to a brand new table. They, Angelos. Angelos. <laughs> yeah. And we get to proceed for the second half of our private dinner meal at yeah. a completely new table, new experience. <laughs> and we just, like... It was the food. We got to like go thank the chef personally. Oh yeah, and who we ended up talking to more like later on because it, we came back to the restaurant several times, as yep. evidenced by Jason's perfect day. Yeah, and it was just to me, it was like another one of those like perfect days, and it made me so happy that we had made this trip, and it made me go, I can do this. Like if if it's sometimes are harder than others, but like if the payoff is that. I get five of these days in the whole year. It's, yeah. It'll be worth it. And it was just a perfect. I can't believe we didn't have an overlapping memory. That's really funny. Well, we did. I mean, we would have had I the mean, cattle. Yeah, kind but of. But yeah, just in but general, yeah. we did it, which is really fun. All right. My number one memory, mm-hmm. very close to one of yours, August 11th. When we decided. This was the, what I labeled in my own little personal blog that I kept was the perfect Portugal day. The perfect Portugal day. This was the day when. We got the tour Mm -hmm. of the first villa Mm -hmm. in the area where we now live. Mm -hmm. We uh, walked through the place and our jaws just dropped. Mm -hmm. Then they told us how much the rent would be and our jaws dropped again because it was just so affordable. And we were like, we could afford this. It would be amazing. Couldn't believe that we could live there. Uh, Then we were like, okay, this is, we were sitting in the car after the tour and we're like, okay, this is kind of uh, amazing. This could be where we live. Wow, 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 wow. Let's not get ahead of ourselves. Let's go have lunch and talk about this. Mm -hmm. So we found this little beach bar Mm -hmm. in uh, Santa Cruz, Mm -hmm. which I don't remember what the name of the place was, but it was literally just like plopped on the beach. Mm -hmm. And we just had a lovely meal overlooking the ocean. You can see a common thread Oceans here. Sunsets and sunsets. And, <laughs> that's us. <laughs> that's we're, all we want. We're so basic in our memories. But I just remember being so happy in that day. And that was the day to me that was like, this whole trip was worth it. And this was the moment of like, this could be the next couple years of our lives together. Mm-hmm. And this is what our life could like. And like, I really, really, really was happy and just thought mm. it was amazing. And I was glad I got to share it with you. And, and just the fact that like in August, we were getting pretty tired of the rigmarole of travel and we were starting to feel like, oh, like, you know, 
are, are we going to actually finish out the whole year? But I think this really gave us the boost of like, we'll keep doing what we have doing, but I think we're going to live here. Mm-hmm. And then as you said on your next, you know, four days later, we had almost decided even at that point that we were going to make the move. Definitely. So those are our top five memories it is, each. It is really funny to think of the, I know we were joking about it, but the through line of like ocean and sunsets, because you know, we've talked about this before of how much we value the place that we live because we spend all of our time there yeah. and the way that we have prioritized having a home with a view or being near the ocean and being in a place where we can see the ocean and experience sunsets on a regular basis. I know it sounds silly, but it's like, this is perfect proof of the fact of like, I do think it matters knowing what you love in life, knowing what brings you joy, knowing what fills up your buckets yeah. and finding a way to try to put, bring more of that in your life. Like it's that simple. It's like, what do you love? How can you bring more of that into your daily life? And I just think it's funny when we look back over like the, the feelings of happiness that we can like remember. And those were so many of the through lines. And also you can hear that, like you can find the sunsets anywhere, you know, it's like, you can find them in Greece. You can find them in Portugal. You can find them in Ireland. Ireland. You can find them everywhere. All right. Do you want to move on to restaurants or Airbnbs? Let's do restaurants. Restaurants. Okay. So we're going to do our bring five on the restaurants. I think some of these are going to surprise you from me. I think some of the mine are going to surprise you as well. Okay. All right, uh, I will start. Okay. I, I'm going to give, I have an honorable mention that doesn't make my top five. Okay. Uh, I don't think you'll agree on this, but I just wanted to share it for myself. Okay. This is Bread 41. I knew you. I can't put it on my list, but I, yeah. this is, I think for sure, like in terms of like food quality, like very up there for me. Bread 41 in Dublin, Ireland. Yeah. It, it only is only open for like three days a week. It is one of the best bakeries in all of Europe. And just the food is fantastic. All of it's bread. It is the most gluten-full <laughs> menu you can possibly get. Yeah. But the croissant eggs Benedict that mm. I had was just absolutely out of this world. I ordered so many pastries from the counter downstairs. Mm. Uh, went back there. We You... I know you love me yeah. because you got up with me at I got, 7 a.m. I got up at 7 a.m. to go to a gluten-full restaurant <laughs> where I couldn't eat 95% of the things on the menu. But you got up so that we could go back to it because yeah. that was the second time we went yeah. back to it. So that's why it gets honorable mention. Okay. Okay. My number five, though. Yes. Is in Lucerne, Switzerland. Me too. Oh, uh, is your number five? Yeah. Oh, that's fun. It is Gratino, Gratino. 131 or 1313? 1331. I, yeah, I thought that was a typo. 1331. Uh this little restaurant is this just, gets this gets like maybe ambiance of the year. This gets ambiance of the year, hundred percent, hundred percent. This restaurant is it will have a video coming out for Switzerland and we'll be able to show some of it. But even the footage that I got does you, not do it justice. Absolutely not. the The best thing you can do is just go to Google Maps I and search. Say, the best thing you can do go is to just Switzerland. Go no, to Switzerland. just go to Google Maps and look up Gratino thirteen thirty one and look. You'll find the photo that I found, and it's. It's as magical as the photo makes it feel. It reminds me of, I don't know how to describe it, but it kind of reminds me of like, like I think of like a tavern in Beauty and the Beast. 100%. No, you, literally what I was just going to say. Picture a Disney a tavern Disney tavern restaurant. But not like the fake Disney kind where they've like tried to make it look like that, but like yeah. the authentic kind where you're just sort of like transported in time. Yep. And they're like, you know, curing meats and like there's a huge open fireplace that you're like, oh, Actually, I thought it was illegal to have that type of fire hazard. Like, people can die just walking right into that. So, um, this was a restaurant that we took your mom we, to. Yes. Okay. So, this is what also makes... We can just do a group. Yeah, uh, absolutely. You know, back and forth on this. But this is also what makes it so special to me. And I almost put it in my top five memories because this was... My mom came and visited us 
in Switzerland. My whole life I've heard about her favorite place in the world was when she got to travel and went to Lucerne, Switzerland when she was 16. 50 years prior. 50 years prior. Amazing. It was a dream of mine to be able to like, you know, basically take her back to Switzerland yep. and spend a week there together. And this was the day after we had just done our big Lucerne day where we had like explored a bit and we did all the like big stuff, but this was the day after. And so what made it so fun is we got to sit at this restaurant. She loves Italian food too. Yeah. And it's this like kind of old world Italian menu. It's a fa it's a tasting menu, but it's a family style tasting menu. Never experienced menu, this before. Which I've never experienced. Where, there's like, no menu, by the way. There's no menu. Yeah. No, no, no. It's yeah. just like, here are the dishes. And so they'll bring like a, sa a soup and a salad and you have to decide <laughs> what order you want to eat those in because you only get one bowl for each one. <laughs> So and good. so do you want soup followed by kind of soggy salad or yeah. do you want salad bits in your soup? So good. But the food was really good, good flavors. And my favorite thing was like we got to talk with my mom about everything we had seen the day before. And she, yeah. she had been with us for a couple of days then. And so like we had kind of gotten our like – Little inside jokes. Our down. little inside jokes yeah. down of the three of us, the three musketeers, and like we just laughed our butts off and had such a good. And it was meal. just, I mean, all of us for the two and a half hours or three hours we were at that meal, we just kept looking around, going, "Is this real? Is this it like felt this place so does, does not feel real? Yeah, yeah, it was incredible. I agree. So okay. that's my number five as well. So you can move on to your number four. All right, number four, we are in Kinsale, Ireland. I don't have it. Oh, it almost didn't make the list, but then I had to think back, and I was like, "Well, this is one of the few that we actually like." Really, really like loved and i think kinsale it gets an unfair because it was so early because it was so early yeah so this is finn's farm cut very good yes so yes, finn's yes, farm yes. cut in kinsale ireland tiny little restaurant kinsale by the way the culinary capital of ireland just mm -hmm. unbelievable the amount of restaurants in this small town we will definitely go back to kinsale at some point uh and i would love to go back to this restaurant and i would love to sit at the little table mm -hmm. so we booked a reservation we show up it's like 6 30 because we just had it was early in the year we had to eat at our normal eating time <laughs> And the kind woman, we were the first people at the restaurant. Of course. And she was like, I'm going to give you the best table. But she's like, I have regulars. But I have regulars who come at like nine because that's when normal people eat dinner <laughs> here. And you just have to leave by then. And we're like, two we're and a like, half hours, we, so like, we can make it happen. And it was the best place. And it's this little family run restaurant, I think, which has been in the family for like three generations. Yeah. Like a dad, a son, and then a daughter. And um, the food was just a, the perfect blend of like comfort food that was unpretentious. Yeah. But like with extremely elevated ingredients and done really well. Also, I know many of you listeners can relate. Have you ever been to a restaurant and you look at the menu and you're like, yes. It's a yes from me on all. I will have all of it. <laughs> that know. is this restaurant. Yeah, we could It's not everything. a Michelin star restaurant. It's not anything ridiculously fancy. It's just upscale, like comfort food, mm -hmm. but done really well with, you can tell, very good ingredients. Like even like some of the roasted vegetables were just mm. so tasty and flavorful. And we had the dessert. Remember the lemon ice cream? I do. It was fantastic. Wow. I also remember the plastic lobster that was sitting above you, but I did not care because it <laughs> was just so charming. We had all these little tchotchkes and we were like, yes, I've never loved fake ivy like so much. And this this place was just, it was so memorable and lovely. And our server was just so cheeky and Oh, fun. she was so cheeky. And that just made it fun for us too. And by the time we left, the restaurant was full and it was hilarious that we were the first people there. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's a really good one. All right. Number okay. four, where are you? I don't think you'll have this on your list. Okay. Number four, I'm in Bari. Don't have Italy. it. Italy. Yep, don't have it. And it is a restaurant called No Samba. Okay. And it is an Asian fusion restaurant <laughs> that, do you remember? I found this on yeah. Google Maps and I was like, this looks funky and weird and yep. interesting. And we hadn't eaten Asian cuisine for a while or like sushi for or any, a while, yeah. anything like that. Um, 
like people are going to be like, really? You're in Italy and you ate, but it's like, think about it. We were in Italy and we ate so much pasta. Oh yeah. By like the third day, you're like, okay, like I get it. Like it's delicious. Believe me, I I love pasta, but, but that, what stood out to us was this, that it was different. And so we go into this restaurant and it is like the funkiest interior. Yeah. And my favorite thing about it was, first of all, the flavors were unbelievable, but it was so unique. Yeah. Like everything that we ate, it was very much like, um, you order from this like menu of little bites yeah. and you, so we ordered like 10 bites or something. There's basically no entrees on the menu. It's exactly. just a lot of tapas is really what it is. Right. But yeah. like Asian tapas yeah. and like rolls. And also we say Asian. And the reason that we say that is because they had sushi, they had Thai dishes, exactly. they had some Indonesian stuff. Like it really it's, was and, just a And mix. a blend of literally it's like Mediterranean, Japanese, Brazilian, Peruvian. Just, like, yeah. so I, I don't, don't mean like all Asian. It was just a fusion restaurant, yeah. I should say. And, um, in, and probably what stands out to me is like the sushi, which is why I say that. But I just, every flavor was so unique and something that I hadn't had before. Remember all the cocktails were like, oh yeah, a, a peanut, this and that. <laughs> and I'm like, wait, what? Yeah. It's like a peanut cinnamon twist. And you're like, those things should go together. <laughs> but you drink it, you're like, that's pretty good. And we just like, um, to me, it's the, it was the quintessential kind of like date night restaurant. This it, is totally a date night restaurant. It's a date night well. restaurant. It's interesting. Yeah. It was, it was unexpected. Everything was a delightful surprise and the food was really tasty as well. That's a good one. Uh, all right. My number three, I am in Avignon, France. I'm not, I knew you were going to have this yeah. on your list. So this restaurant is, uh, the only Michelin star restaurant on my list okay. that we went to this year that is on my top five. Some of them were fantastic, but, uh, this is pollen mm. and pollen. Basically, uh, if you walked into a restaurant that could be the home that yes. we would live in, that is pollen. Yes. Uh, it is just, it's, it's unassuming, but it's very clean. It's aesthetically very pleasing. It's minimal. It reminds me a lot of like the vibe of our place uh -huh. now. And like they did a great job with the furnishing because we didn't pick any of this stuff. It's a very uh, like natural wood. Yeah. Uh, so I ate here by myself, which is why I said I, <laughs> yeah. because I was uh, toting along with your girl's trip and yep. all the places that you went, but I was staying by myself. Yep. And you all had found this restaurant and I was jealous because I wanted to also go to this restaurant, but I clearly wasn't going to go at the same time you did. So I booked my own <laughs> reservation and I went and ate by myself. And I will say that I, we talked about this afterward, like eating together, I think is one of the highlights of our lives. It is. Because it's we, one of our favorite activities. We both love talking about the food. Mm -hmm. We love the experience, the artistry, the creativity. We love the flavors. We love just like all of it. Soaking well, all yeah, it together. And I, I think, you know, going back to what you said, like one of the thing reasons that we both fell in love with each other. And one of the things that we shared together is creativity yeah. as a value. And so it's an experience that we can both engage in that, that we both view it through the lens of creativity. Yeah. And so it's just so fun to be able to sit there and have this like visceral experience of tasting food, but to talk about it, talk about creativity. Yeah. And it, it always like makes us feel inspired. Uh, I was taking notes the entire time, yeah. but I was trying not to be on my phone at all because I just, I was in this, you know, wonderful restaurant with this, like, I think it was like nine course menu and I'm there by myself. So like I have to keep myself kind of occupied. Mm -hmm. So I was like, Oh, I'll take notes. Cause I'm writing this family blog anyway. So I want to recap it. And there was this moment where I'm like three courses in. I'm like, I kind of feel like a food critic. You know, like I showed yeah. up by myself. I'm taking my notes. I'm sipping some wines. And then I like two seconds later, I'm like, no, I'm just like this weird random American <laughs> tourist that's here by himself. <laughs> but it was uh, absolutely delicious. It was a wonderful meal. I wish we could have been there together. We talked about that. Yeah. Uh, it would have been a lot more fun together, but very memorable. I did. 
I don't think you mentioned this, but I did get to eat there with my yes. girlfriends. So I also know how delicious it was. And yeah. it was definitely top tier. Yeah, like, it was fantastic. Absolutely delicious. All right, your number three okay. or number two? My number three, okay. which I think, I don't think it'll be on your list. Where I'm are we? in Galway, Ireland. Not on my list. Okay. Really? Yes. It is Ardbia at Nimmo's. Wow, I just know. this little tiny restaurant. This I'm not even sure what those words are that I just <laughs> said, but um, this was when you, your mom and her husband Bill were visiting us, and we all decided to take a day trip to Galway. And by all accounts, it was like not a great day trip from a weather perspective. It was well, like yeah. kind of rainy, kind of gray. Like, you know, like we liked walking down the streets and whatever, but Galway didn't like blow us away or anything. Yeah. But we had picked out this restaurant that had amazing reviews. And it is like beside this, I don't even know what, how to describe the, the vessel. It's The like best a, way I can describe it is imagine a ship is docked at a port. Yeah. And they like covered the ship in bricks. And uh-huh. it now lives there full time as a restaurant. Okay. So like the interior is all like shiplap. It's all right. like old, like older rustic tables. It did feel very much tables. like you're, but see, it was like there's to like me, porthole windows. It was feeling like that mixed with like an old schoolhouse or something. Like sure. it was just very, but very. I, I can't describe the ambiance of this place. Yeah. And it, it, we'll it have only, links of all the restaurants in the description. Probably you can check like. Out. And maybe there's a different area that we didn't see, but in the main little part where you walk in, it's this like creaky wood. Yeah you know, thing. And there's only like five or six tables. We sit down. Okay. We wait for a little bit. We sit down. I look over, there's a man <laughs> writing what looks like a, a novel manuscript by candlelight. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, with like, uh, I'm picturing him with like a quilt. I don't think he really no, he had didn't it. Have a, he, he did not, but it, it basically was like a it pen basically and ink. It was like a, a pen and ink. Okay. Like a long feather. And then he had an ascot that and like a mustache. Yeah. He probably didn't yeah. have all those things. No, he was on a laptop. He was on a laptop. For sure. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. But I, same thing. My memory of him. Yeah. And like if the parchment is like very old and long. Yeah. Yeah. No, it turns out it's a MacBook, but (laughs) picture parchment. Um, and then to me though, so ambiance is like ticking a lot of boxes because I have not been in a restaurant like this anywhere ever in my life. Family. It's warm. Like there just was a warmth to it. Okay. But then the food, Yeah. the food comes and I have this like beet risotto with Maybe there's goat cheese. Your girl doesn't even like beets. Your girl does not even like beets. Yeah. And it was off the charts delicious and so satisfying. And it was just this like hearty, lovely, and maybe it's on the list because it was also unexpected. It was so unexpected. Very much. And um, what number was that for you? That was number three. That was number three. Oh, wow. All right. I'm going to take you number two to Lisbon, Portugal. Okay. You got it? I think I know what it is. Cavalarisa. I knew it. Is this on your list? No, but it's a really good one. It's not on my list. Okay. Uh, Cavalarisa. So the reason this stands out to me, I think if Cavalarisa was later in our trip, it may not make the list. Mm hmm. But I really wanted to give it the credit that it was due of being in the first couple of weeks of us being in this full-time travel trip. We're uncomfortable. Uh, I think I had just gotten over COVID and we're like just trying to get our bearings with everything. Mm-hmm. And we find this place. We walk over to it. We're, you know, we're getting... Do you remember how I found it? It was an accident. It was because... It was by your hair salon or something? No. It was because we... Our Airbnb didn't have fast enough Wi-Fi to do our coaching session, so we had to go to a co-working place, and we knew we were going to be so starving afterwards for dinner, and so I looked at restaurants that were walking distance from our co-working space, and this one was like, it had, I think, good reviews, but not not amazing, not off the charts. Yeah, and, and it's not a Michelin star restaurant or anything, but we show up, and 
just super cool atmosphere. There was like a unicorn head uh, in the middle of the restaurant, which was just very weird with like the like velvet like mm-hmm. seating that was going on. We're the only people in the restaurant. Like, the only people in the restaurant. It's 7 p.m. This one was <laughs> at least like a regular time. Uh, we sit down and we look at the menu and we're like, okay, like, you know, some of these things look like we would order them. Like it's not like one of the, it's not Finn's Farm Cut where you want everything on the menu. You're like, oh, okay, sure. We start to get some things and just, Every bite is so delicious. So delicious. And not at all what you expected. Like, so elevated. One of them was like a tortellini, but you said it tasted like a chicken it dumpling. Tasted, it, yes, it was like, it tasted like chicken and dumplings, which I didn't even remember. Which I've never even had. They served at my preschool. It like brought me back to like a core memory. It yeah. was so bizarre. Yeah. And so we had a couple of cocktails that were delicious. And I just remember sitting in that restaurant and like... Uh, do you remember the kitchen? It was like downstairs and yeah. you could see it from where we were sitting. Yeah. It was just a really cool like space. It was one of those that like you would see this space in like a, a rom-com and you'd be like, oh, that's a cool restaurant. I wish I could go eat there. Yeah. You know, like that's the vibe that it gives. So Cavalarisa in Lisbon, my number two. Great one. Surprising? No, I knew you. I thought you would have that on your okay. list. Cause just based on how much you like truly enjoyed yeah. it, which I did as well, but you really, really enjoyed it. Your number two. Okay. My number two. We are in Newport, Scotland. We're going to have the same number one. That Wait. Yeah, you yeah. know what our number one yeah. is. Okay. We are in Newport, Scotland. Nice. This is a restaurant called The Newport. Yes. In Newport, Scotland. And I just, this is like one of my perfect lunches yeah. of my whole life. Yeah. And the things that I loved about it, first of all, I don't think it's Michelin star. No, no, it's not. It's not. But it's Michelin star quality food. Yeah. We did a tasting menu, but it was a the thing that I loved about it is it's a very casual atmosphere. Like the food is so elevated, which does not match the warmth and welcoming of the place. And you're on the river, right? Yeah. That's the body of water. Yeah. The Newport. You're on the river and they have these big floor to ceiling windows and the Tay river. That's what it is. The Tay. That's right. And so you sat, you sit next to, we sat next to the window. Well, we sat, we sat far away and then people moved and then our server was like, do you want to move to the window? And I was like, like, we can do that. uh, Absolutely. And so then they moved. Can you tell everybody to leave? Cause we like a private restaurant experience. (laughs) (laughs) We got, so we got like the best table. There was this cute group of like three older couples. So six people Yeah. that I think were celebrating some type of anniversary. And they were like late seventies. The vibe it was giving me was like, we're all best friends. And like, we live around the corner and this is our like local hangout and this is our special place. Um, and so then that added a warmth to it and the food was just, Oh, some of these bites were just, this was actually, memorable. I think this was, this was the Caesar salad bite. But this was also like the season of canapes for us. Oh yeah. Like we just ended up at restaurants with like many canapes and like, we're not people who choose canapes by the way. I didn't even really know what they were. They're just like small bites is all they are. I also think maybe it's a regional thing. Like, cause I do think in Scotland we had quite a bit of like a canapé court. Yeah. And I'm wondering if that's just like a regional culinary this trend. Shows you, this shows you how much of a food critic I am that I have no idea. I don't know. But yeah, every bite was delicious. We, I think there was a three course and a five course tasting menu for lunch. Those were your options. Mm-hmm. And I think you could order entrees. Uh, we went with the three. It was plenty. So and good. it was just... The bread? The, the sourdough bread the was... The bread? I think the best sourdough I had all year. And I probably that, had... That curry butter? Like butter? Curry butter. Yeah. <sighs> Yeah, the bread, I wanted a whole loaf to take home. It was so good. So good. Yeah. Um, And just, it was just like light and airy and sunshine, and I just loved it so much. Yeah, it was great. It was a really good experience. Yeah. And that was after we did the Donatar Castle trip, right? We did that, and then we drove down to Newport and had lunch. Wasn't that the same day? I think it was the same day. Was it? Yeah, I think it was the same day. That was the day you went bonk. (laughs) Hit your head on the uh, the castle. brought me back. All right, our number one restaurant is in 
Colmar, France. France. And honestly, it's our only reason for going there. We would not go back to on this trip unless we were going to this restaurant. Unless we were going to this restaurant. It had the best restaurant. I only found out about this restaurant because I got my hair cut yeah. in Colmar, France. Would you get your hair done three times this year? Three times. Yeah. You got it done in Lisbon? Portugal. I got it done in Lisbon, Colmar, France, and... Somewhere else? Definitely somewhere else. Like Ireland or Lester. Scotland? Lester. That's Lester. That's what it was. Got it. At my hair salon, I asked my stylist where he would recommend going to lunch. Yeah. And he said Larpege. Yeah. And now just so Larpage, everyone... Larpage? We don't know. I think it's Larpage. For everyone who is like a big time foodie and maybe you've heard names, Larpage is also the name of another very famous restaurant that I think is a two or three Michelin star restaurant. <laughs> this restaurant has the same name because I think it translates to like garden or something like that. I think we looked up, it's, oh. but it's like a it's like a specific word. Anyway, this is not the super famous one. No, this, this is, is the small Colmar one. France. Colmar, yeah. Um, we decided, so we said, okay. And so we went and But got, he said, what did what? he say? He was like, you got to call and cause like the tables fill up fast. He said the tables fill up fast yeah. and it's a small restaurant. So definitely like call ahead. So I make a reservation. We show up there and they escort us. There's a couple tables inside, but the men, the most tables are in this outside courtyard patio yeah. that I can it's only like a, describe as a secret garden. Secret garden. Vibes. It is a secret garden. There are like moments, as Jason would call them, everywhere. Yeah. There's like a a butterfly wall, and there's yeah. like weird like mirrors, and it sounds kitschy, but it's just actually it's, magical. And you're you're in the middle of the town that Beauty and the Beast is famous. Beauty and the Beast getting a lot of love here in this episode. <laughs> Beauty and the Beast is famed to be designed after right. this little town. But it's also so touristy and busy. Yeah. And so you kind of get to like escape that yes, in this restaurant Yes, it's very courtyard. refuge, kind of secret garden-y feeling. Yeah. We sit down at this little garden restaurant and the wonderful French waiter comes and brings, as, as most a lot of restaurants that we found do in France, the menu is just on a chalkboard. And yeah. they, especially if it's a seasonal restaurant, they're just writing the menu on there. And he brings the chalkboard to our table. Was this the first chalkboard menu we experienced of the year? Maybe. But I he, think so. He talks through the entire yeah. menu in his limited English for the, our benefit yeah. because he knows it's written in French. And so he's explaining everything in English to, just for our benefit, which was... <laughs> Adorable and wonderful. Also, the Google Translate app really has a hard time with, with hand lettered chalkboard. Menus. Yeah, we were we were just <laughs> shit out of luck on that. Um, and so we have him recommended a couple of things, a couple of wines. Do you remember we had that delicious sparkling wine? Yes. Oh my god, it was and so good. I remember I ordered the fish. It was a white fish. I don't remember what type it was. But you, as a person who don't doesn't love fish and doesn't love beets, as heard earlier. The best fish you've ever had? The best fish I've ever had. I think it's the best fish I've ever had, too. Also, what stands out to me from that, the best fish I've ever had. Like, everything we had was so delicious. I'll never forget, though, the dessert, which was the, like, black lime is, like, what it translated to. And it was this full plate, like, charcoal black plate. Everything on the plate was charcoal. So it was this very monochromatic. The presentation is flawless at this restaurant. And it was this dessert of like lime sorbet with like all the right textures. I can't even describe it. It was just like chocolate, like just beyond what I can oh, even and He even describe. said when, when we were asking, we we're like, which one would you get? He's like, you have to get the chocolate have to get one. That. And he was correct. And I think actually thinking back now, I think he is the co-owner of the restaurant. 
you said the word coner, but I think what you're meaning is the co-owner. No, he's the coner. Okay. Yeah, it's a type okay. of person at a restaurant who's like, I just want you to know that there a lot, definitely so came out coner. coner. <laughs> uh, yeah, this this restaurant, I mean, clearly for us was the best. We, uh, hilariously enough, made a reservation two days later to go back <laughs> with our luggage because we were leaving. We were about to get, catch a train back to Paris and, and, we, were and like, we were like, where should we eat? And I was like, why would we not eat there? Why would we not eat the place that so far up into that point, which would have been... May, June, late April, late April would have been the best so far and ended up staying the best for the entire year of the food that we ate. Best so restaurant. if you're ever in Colmar, France, you have got to go to this restaurant. I don't know if we're ever going to go back to Colmar, France again, but if we're just in France, I want to try and take the train to this place, eat there, and then we can move on and go somewhere else. So delicious. All right. Now we have, I think because we've taken so much time, we have to just do our top three Airbnbs. Okay. And we'll do it. We won't be so... Yeah. Um, oh, also, my I just I did have an honorable mention for the restaurants that I oh, don't sure. think you would remember. Yeah. Grouse and Claret. Oh yeah, that Grouse and Claret me, in Scotland, right? In. Yeah. Scotland. Yeah. Right. Yeah, in Scotland. Yeah. Yeah, in Scotland. It was when we were driving up. Because it was from, driving up, yeah. and it was um, just this little in inn. between Edinburgh and Rind. Yes, is where you and find it's in it. this little inn. This garden, though, and the woman who helped us there, and we just got to sit outside overlooking this beautiful garden, and we had the world-famous cheese souffle <laughs> from yeah. Grouse and Claret. Caroline tried to order the cheese souffle, and it said on the menu, world-famous, and I said, excuse you, you need to order that as a world-famous, and the woman got a good chuckle out of that, and, and I was yeah, proud, because she it, was a little bit cold to us, because I think- But we after that joke, she was she our really friend, and that cheese souffle was out of this world. It Delicious. was fantastic. Okay, uh, Airbnbs. So there are a couple just to get out of the way. So I, I just had three here on Wait, the list. Wait, you said I could do Airbnbs and, or hotels. Oh, yeah, sure. Oh, okay. Yeah, Places I actually don't have any hotels. Okay. So I'm just going to give you, uh, first of all, least favorite of the entire year. And again, we're just going to go our top three of favorites. But least favorite of our entire year on the count of three. One, two, three. Tattoo. Colmar, France. Really? Yeah. Oh, no. The tattoo was unlivable and smelled like dead people. There's no way. It did, but at least it was a You had no. shingles in it? I know. It was very bad. I would bad. go back to Colmar before I go back to the tattoo. I will die in the tattoo. I fell down the stairs. You like, did fall down the stairs. <laughs> that place tried to kill me. Yeah, it really wasn't great. But but the the problem with the tattoo for me is that the place itself was very unlivable, but the village actually it was very confusing for me because the yeah. patio and the outdoor space and the village. And the brought, first the first I almost put one of my top memories was bouldering bouldering behind yeah. the tattoo. Yeah, I get it. The first impression of the tattoo is magical. The photos are magical. Yeah. Staying there for more than a night, It's not like magical. if you got trapped in an antique shop. <laughs> and I actually <laughs> love like there. the primary bedroom setup, like how big and expansive it is with the huge bed. Not the so same. uncomfortable. Felt like the bed was going to fall on you. Definitely. Didn't sleep well. Uh, so that was my least favorite. Your least favorite was Colmar. Yep. Um, the best initial, like very first experience of a place, What do you? what would you say is like, it just like wowed you when you walked in. Oh, I don't know. I oh. didn't write down that. Well, no, I was just curious if something jumped to your mind. Oh, okay. Say it again. The one that just like you walk through the place and you're like, this is just wow. Wow. Yeah. I can give you mine. Okay. What's yours? Villa Pauletta. Oh, yeah. Sure, Croatia. sure, 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 sure. Because you just, it's so charming. It's so adorable. The little indoor pool was oh, just the magical. Pool. The cheese board that she had set it up was unbelievable. It definitely is the most, is one of the most charming. Yeah. Okay. So that was my best initial. Well, you told me most surprising or like exceeded expectations. Was that the one that you wanted for that? No, no. This, this last one is like best value for like, just like overall, like it really exceeded my expectations. Like the price was on like just perfect. And just like we had a great stay there. Okay. That was this one for oh, me. Oh, okay. Which is? Laganini Loft. Oh, I had Lester. 
Oh, I did love Leicester. But, see? but see, I didn't like the city of Leicester that much. I understand. But I was just going Airbnbs. Yes. I was just going the homes. I wasn't I going the cities. Okay. I was thinking full experience. Well, what, So Lagadini Loft was also in Croatia. That's so, where we stayed before yeah. Pelopolito. What's funny is I wrote down, because you told me the criteria for this little random category you wanted to make <laughs> up, was most surprising slash exceeded expectations. Yeah. And I wrote down three uh, that fit that bill for me. And they were interestingly very similar yeah they were the bothy and Creef, which i yeah. think i had very low expectations and it's like one of my like in terms of like where we could live long term maybe well i just mean like yeah, i would have yeah, stayed yeah. there for a month and i would have been happy to yeah. live there i know you were that allergic. was a, like scandinavian also if you watch our um ireland or Sorry, Scotland video. You can see the Bothy. Yep. Then Laganini Loft, which, which was, in we was taking a risk because it had zero reviews. Yep. And it was totally not what you would expect from Croatia. It was this like very modern, in in a very old building, but like yep. very modern loft style. And then the Dutch barn. And so I was like, oh, that, wow. that to me is a fully confirmation that I do love Scandinavian design yes. and like streamlined yeah. modern lines because I loved those three places. Yep. And Leicester for me in England was the one that was just like, it was... One of the most affordable Airbnbs that we stayed at the whole trip. And the host was incredible. And the host was incredible. And the place was so comfortable. Like, it very much in the same as Valley Bunny. Like, there. you just could have lived there. Felt totally. like home. Okay, okay. So, top three. Top three. You got to go top three. Do you want me to start so you can think about uh -huh. it? No, I have it. Okay, go ahead. Oh, I'll start. Yeah. Um, top three for me. Where are you? I am in Kent, England. Okay. And my top three is the windmill. The windmill's not even on my list. The windmill, I know, because it wasn't very livable for you. Yeah. But this will always hold such a special place in my heart because, again, I was sort of coming off of like a hard time. It was like when my eyes really were messing up and I'd had a couple of hard weeks. And when we got to the windmill, we only stayed there a couple of days and it just like rekindled something in me of it, a loving travel again because... It was this cool old windmill yep. and it had like these three stories and it had so much character and history to it. And then on top of that, it had this beautiful garden that you got to overlook that was maintained by the host Claire and it just had magic to it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It was a, a, a great little spot. I mean, I, I do and love it was, for me, for a, my size person, it was quite comfortable yeah, for me, uncomfortable on a large person, yeah. but it, very magical place. Like I very will say, magical. like if we were picking our most magical Airbnb of the year, yeah. the windmill would get Okay. It, so what's sure. your number three? My number three, we are in Emmeton, Switzerland. Really? This is hosted by Caltrina and Ugh. her most adorable mother. The best. And who made us bruschetta upon arrival. Part of this might just be recency bias because it was yeah. like one of our last ones in September. Um, and it was, was it our, is it basically like our last yeah. Airbnb of the year? Yeah. For travel. For travel. Um, it was one of the most expensive, so I can't say too much about the value for the money. Yeah. But you're in Switzerland, so you're going to pay. And it was one of those, it was kind of like the Bally Bunny and Beach House where the photos were like so-so, but then you show up and you're like, wow, this living room, this kitchen, Exceeds this view. Exceeds expectations. The just, view was off the charts. It was just fantastic. You get to see Lake Lucerne. You just have this expansive open view. It had a hot tub. It had a hot tub that we took advantage of. And uh, it was all one story, which was actually hard to find. And it was for my mom yep. who had just had her hip replaced. Yeah, it was just a very, very functional, but like for me... It was like a small place I could live in. Like Definitely. If we were going to live in a place that was like less than a thousand square feet, that would be it and it would be great. Yeah. I loved that place as well. My number two yeah. um, is a hotel. Okay. And it's the Royal Census Resort. Oh. Uh, I, I, I guess I could have like made an argument for to that too. To me, it just, 
and I think because we tried to like kind of put, get low expectations going into it too, because we didn't want to be disappointed. Yeah. Um, disappointed because we had done booked this whole thing on points. And we knew that, you know, when you think of Greece, like you probably think of like Mykonos and you think of like the beautiful, the white, like, buildings, the white buildings and yeah. the blue roofs. And like, this wasn't that. This is Crete. And it's a very, the vibe of the island of Crete is very wild and very natural and very earthy and yep. very like earth tones. And so I had seen a couple of videos and I was like, okay, Caroline, do not in your head think you know, Greece as, Greece as like Greek Isles, Greece. Yeah. Just go into it with like a blank slate. And I'm so glad I did that because this was like utter just like relaxation and earthy luxury to me yeah. and it was your birthday and I just like we had those days with the you know the restaurant and yeah, the water park yep. and it wasn't crowded and and it was also going back to like part one of this pod two-part par- podcast series we talked a lot in part one about the decision fatigue of travel and it was the first time where we had taken a vacation from our vacation yeah and so in like we just had a really nice room and I just really liked it. And there was so much to do. Now, would you say that the four American express credit cards that I signed us up for and that we had to do the whole melee a year before were worth it for this? Because we would not have been able to afford the room that we stayed And I had a couple of meltdowns in. when, when trying to manage all of these different credit cards that you were trying to do the points games. Yeah. And, and the I was points like, games. Jason, is this going to be worth it? And I have to tell you it was worth it. So I, mean, we, I we literally ended up spending like, not even $2,000 for this trip, and it was just absolutely magnificent. It True. was fantastic. Okay, so that was your number two? That was my number two. So my number two, we are going to Kinsale. Cute, yeah. The Doc House. So the Doc House for me is just, it's such a unique stay. Yeah. It is so cool. You can easily find it. Again, we'll put links in the description. You can also watch our Ireland video, and you can check it out, or a Kinsale video specifically. Um I took the risk, as we mentioned earlier. I reached out to the host. It would have cost $9,000 to stay so at this place for the dollars. two and a half weeks. That's so many dollars. And I was just like, yeah, we can't afford that. Yeah, no, and that's so a no I, from us. And so I sent him a number that was less than a third of that. Yeah. And they approved it. And it ended up being basically within our budget that what we would have spent normally. And it was a little bit more than that. But it was such a cool place. I just love that, like... <laughs> The best part of the dock house, besides the fact that like the, the house was so cool, it felt so interesting to be there. The view was amazing. It was very our style. Leonard and Lenora the seals. Leonard and Lenora the seals. But the best part is like we I basically book it through WhatsApp with this guy. <laughs> uh, I have not paid him. Yeah. I haven't gotten instructions on how to pay him. We're driving there that morning. I have not heard from him instructions on how to get in the place. Yeah. And this is where like our friends who had been to Ireland a bunch before were like, yeah, this is the Irish. It's they the just, Irish you way. You just trust them. You trust and they'll just, and you just they'll figure it we out. We show up. So I send him a message on WhatsApp and he's like, oh yeah, like here's the code to get in. I'm like, oh, okay. Like now we have the code. And I get inside. I'm like, how do I pay you? I haven't paid you yet. And so it was just magical waking up there, seeing everything. It was just a really good experience. Yes. Love the dock house. So that was my number two. That was going to be my number four, but you you told me that we only have three. So now I think we have the same number one. I think we have the same number one. Where are we? We are in Bally Bunyan. You've heard Ireland. us talk about the beach house at Bally yeah. Bunyan and all the reasons why it's incredible. This is like, it felt like home. It felt like a house that we would choose to live in long term. It was just so light and bright and airy and gorgeous ocean views. I mean, it's one of the most spectacular views you can have in an Airbnb period. Like you're looking at, as Caroline said, cliffs, ocean, castle, half of it, or like an eighth of a castle that's left. 
and it's basically unobstructed. Like you yeah. just see everything. You also get to watch the Bally Bunyan Dippers get out there and jump in the water <laughs> at 10 a.m. every These day. These are the middle-aged ladies who <laughs> go in the freezing cold water Frigidly every morning. Cold. And they, when they come out, they put on their robes in the gab. And it all says Bally Bunyan Dippers on the back. It's the Bally yeah, Bunyan Dippers. Just a very, very special place. And, and I think of, again, the 31 Airbnbs that we stayed in this year. We will return to the Bally Bunyan Beach House in our lives yes. multiple times. Yes. I don't know that we'll stay at any of these other ones again. Like I could see us maybe going back to the Royal Senses as a potential for like, oh, we want to take a vacation and like we know it and like it would be fun. Mm -hmm. um, but like this is one that like guaranteed we will be back. So yeah, that's our top five restaurants, wow. our top five Airbnbs, our top five memories of a year almost, a full-time travel. We hope you enjoyed getting to relive them. And of course it goes without saying like we just want to – again, acknowledge how grateful we are, how like we do not take any of this for granted. And we planned for years and we worked so hard on our businesses for years to try to be in a place where we could make this trip happen. Yeah. And I feel so incredibly grateful and lucky for every person who listens to this podcast, for every person who's inside Wayne, for every person who has supported us in our careers yeah. and in our personal lives. And we really hope by sharing this that like five years from now or 10 years from now, you could make your travel dream come true or your big life dream come true because five years ago, us, this was all a dream. This was all just us talking about it and like hoping it could happen and looking at a couple pictures of Switzerland online and watching videos of people traveling and being so envious of that opportunity and then getting to finally do it. As we mentioned in last episode, it's amazing, but it's also difficult. And it's one of those things where we have created at least 10 memories we will keep forever. The best. But we will keep a ton of memories from this place. And we're so excited we got to share it with you. We're so excited that it led to now living in Portugal and starting our new life here. And yeah, it was just a wonderful trip. So I'm glad we got to share it. And hopefully it was a fun way to listen to us gab about these memories to kind of end the year and listening to us travel this entire year. And on that note, we will be taking a little hiatus yep. and we will return January 26th with yeah. new episodes, with new 2023 energy. Yep. And thank you, all of you, whether you just started listening to this episode. This is your first episode. This is a weird one to start with. It's a weird with. one to start with. <laughs> uh, or whether you've been listening for a long time and you're a cinnamon loller, mm. I thank you for your loyalty and... Oh, that just reminded me. What? Top cinnamon roll of the year. I can tell you right off the top of my head. No big deal. Split Croatia. Yes. At the tiny bakery, bakery that our food tour guide told me to go to that I could barely find on the map. I can't believe we didn't even say food tour days. There's, I mean, we said the wine yeah, tour, but like just, yeah. the food tour Those day in Croatia was a great day. But don't steal my thunder. That was the best and the entire year Sorry. split Croatia that little bakery I can't remember the name of it but it was Khrushchev fantastic was the name of the bakery that was not the name of the bakery with the best cinnamon roll that was the bakery that I went to multiple times that was across from the little breakfast restaurant oh, I went which, to oh, then when I'm I went on my cinnamon roll adventure, adventure. by myself gotta 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 yeah, thank you nice try though thank you nice roll also I did take a shot of homemade moonshine from yes. an old Croatian man's <laughs> kiosk at a farmer's market yeah and these are the memories I regret nothing yeah exactly <laughs> alright thanks so much for listening we will be back in 2023 in your earballs. We appreciate you. Love you. Bye.